0: Do you really know him? And the title of it is Do You Trust What You Know? Do you trust what you know? And we're going to focus on the first part of John chapter 14. And in particular, we're going to hang out with verse 6 in some of the discussion. I am the way. I am the truth I am the life so if you want to go to that area we'll get to it a little bit later on but that's where we're going to mostly look at Jesus didn't say that he would show us a way, did he? he said that he is the way he didn't promise to teach us a truth did he? He said that he is the truth. He said that he's the way. He said that he he is the truth. And Jesus didn't offer us secrets to life. Did he offer us secrets to life? Like some people are seeking after when they start looking for God. He didn't offer us secrets to life. He said that he is the life. So do we know him? And if we know him, do we trust him? Do you have him in your heart? And I'm speaking to believers as well as unbelievers. For there are many who say that they know the Lord, and many that do know the Lord, Jesus Christ, but they don't know him in his fullness. They pick and choose what to believe. There's many who don't know him at all. And those are the unbelievers we're talking about. They have ideas about him that they've heard here or they've heard there. But the Lord Jesus Christ, for us Christians, we need to make sure that we don't just barely know him. We need to make sure that we know know him enough that we can trust in him, and we're going to find that trust in relationship with him, in prayer time with him, and in reading the word, and asking the Holy Spirit of the living God to reveal to us who he is, who he really is, according to his word. Every Christian should not de- desire in their hearts to know him more. Every one of us, I know I always want to know him more. And it always amazes me that there's been times in my life that I thought I really knew him. But then later on I can say, wow, I, I did. But I know him more today because I've been seeking him. So seek him and you will find him and you will know him more and more and more. We must, as Christians, desire to know him more. And is he your number one? That's a big question. Is he your number one? When you woke up this morning, was he the first one on your mind? Is he the one who showed you the way when your feet first hit the floor? Was it his truth that directed your behavior and your interactions and even your thoughts today? Was his life manifested in you today? If you cannot say yes, then I would say be willing to change that. Be willing to change that. You know, we all have bad days. We all have off days. There's no question about that. But every single day, our first thought, when our eyes open, should be, it's a new day. I'm awake today. Good morning, Lord. Good morning, Lord. Start your day with him. Let him be the first thought on your mind. Should be the last thought in your mind as you're dozing off to sleep and the first thought in the morning. And if you have dreams, he'll enter into your dream life as well. But make sure he's first in your heart and on your mind as you start each day. Because why every day Jesus is, he says he's the way. So if he's the way, let him guide you. If we're confused, who brings clarity? He says he's the truth. The truth brings clarity. Jesus said, you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Jesus said, I am the truth. So if you're, if we're just existing, if we're just going through the motions. <laughs> We're dead. We might as well just be the walking dead if we're just existing and going through the motions. We don't have to be that way. The Lord said every day should be an exciting adventure for you because he is the life. Not just life eternally, which yes, he is, but he's our life today. He's the way of life. He's the truth of life. He's the purpose of life. He is the life. So we follow his way and we speak his truth and we choose his life in him. Now, today, and throughout all eternity. He is king. He is lord. He is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. The word of God is revealed in the Bible. We know that. And if you're a Christian you should know that. And if you don't know that, Get in that word. Get with someone who is a Christian. Let them speak life into you. And if you're a Christian, you need to be able to speak life into one another and also into those who don't know the Lord. The word of God is revealed in the Bible and tells us there's one way and that that way is very narrow through Jesus Christ alone. The way who he is leads to life leads to life means not just life now but to eternal life so he's the life period period now and eternally do we trust him we learned this scripture a long time ago do we believe it and if we believe it are we trusting in it are we trusting in who he is some might say well all of that with the Bible, that's all just an opinion. So let's define opinion. The first definition of opinion in Webster states opinion, a view or judgment about something, not necessarily based on fact or knowledge. Opinion. But our information is based on eyewitness accounts Our information is based on historical evidence recorded over thousands of years. Our information is based on our own walk, on our personal encounters with a living God who touches each and every one of us and who has a plan for each and every one of us. We know him personally. It's not an opinion. It's not an opinion. Our information is truth because he is the truth. He is the eternal God who created all things, including every one of us, and we can rest all of our hope and faith and our future in him. So we no longer have to walk on unknown paths, right? Isn't it wonderful and exciting? And don't you want others to join you in this journey? We don't have to walk on the unknown path of opinion. Opinions, can easily lead anyone astray. Opinions can be anti-God, anti-Christian thinking. And those opinions are everywhere. I don't want to base my future and my hope on an opinion. Do you? Nope. Opinions can be destructive. They can be self-seeking, and they usually are self-seeking. And they can lead from God towards darkness. That's not the path we want for ourselves or anyone else. Paths that lead us into harm's way, that lead away from his relationship with us and his blessings of peace and of fulfillment and of eternal life. Purpose. He's given you a purpose. Jesus has called us out of darkness. Praise God for that. He's called us out of darkness into his what kind of light? Marvelous Marvelous light, marvelous light. Why is he called us out of darkness into his marvelous light? He says it's that so we can go bringing him the truth to the world so that the world might know the truth and be set free to live the life that God has always intended always intended we're studying in the women's group we're in genesis right now and we can see that from the very beginning in genesis god has always intended and has started preparing the way laying it out for us and it's going to carry us all the way through till through revelation what the lord has done and what the Lord has prepared for us. He has always intended for us to live a life of wholeness, of fullness, of relationship with him. He's desired it at creation and he desires it now and he's going to desire it throughout all eternity and we wanna be there with him. We wanna be a part of that. There's nothing like being a part of what God's plans are. We, We have the opportunity every single day to be a part of his plan. So let's go to John, and we're gonna read straight through, so follow along in your Bibles. John 14, verses one through 14. John 14, verses one through 14. This is Jesus speaking, and let's take note of the times that Jesus uses and says, I. He's speaking of himself. Let's take note of that because he's revealing who he is to us as well and everything that he's saying here. Jesus says in 14, 1 through 14, book of John, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so... I would have told you I go to prepare a place for you and if I go and pre if and prepare a place for you I will come again and receive you to myself that I where I am there you may be also and where I go you know and the way you know. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going and how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is sufficient for us. Jesus said to him, have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak of my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the works. Believe me that I am in the Father and that the Father is in me, or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these, he will do because I go to the Father, my Father, and whatever you ask in my name, that i will do that the father may be glorified in the son if you ask anything in my name i will do it Amen. thank you Lord. jesus said the father dwelling in him does the work that's what we read Then he went on to say that those who believe will do the same and greater works because he goes to the Father. It was then that the Holy Spirit came. After he went to the Father, the Holy Spirit came to us in power. We know that the Holy Spirit is the one who works in the believer. Just as the Father worked in Jesus, Jesus has sent the Holy Spirit and the holy spirit works in us he works in the believer don't fail to see in these scriptures that we just read the true almighty god we're seeing the father the son and the holy spirit always working in unity with one another and the father son and holy spirit is still working today in unity with the holy spirit here with us jesus is there in heaven and he is our intercessor he is our king and the father is on the throne he is the great judge and they're all working in harmony and unity our almighty god that jesus explained in these verses to his disciples and to us because as you read we're continuing that very same work jesus said in him in the name of jesus these works are to continue right i am not a miracle worker none of you sitting here are miracle workers but he is and in him in his name you will ask the father that's what he said, in his name, the name of Jesus, you will ask the Father and the power of the Holy Spirit will be used in you, through you, to lay hands on the sick, to cast out demons, to tell mountains, be removed, and as his body, because you are his body, the body of Jesus, right? He said it over and over again my church is my body every one of you are a part of the body of jesus and as his body what we will do is we will simply obey what he has asked us to do none of us none of you not i we cannot save one person but the lord can save and in him he has called each and every one of us to speak the gospel into this world to speak the gospel and walk out the gospel and show life show his life that's what he's asked us to do that's what he equips us to do to walk in this world speaking his word showing his world word speaking life being his hands being his feet he's asked us to do that and he equips us to make it happen he equips us to make it ha- happen. So we follow him. We believe him. We hope in him and in him alone. Jesus, the anointed one, the Christ, the Lord, he sets us free. He's the one who sets us free from all bondages. Praise you, Lord, that you set us free from every bondage that the enemy would like to hold us captive to. You, Lord. He wants people who are whole. He wants every one of his parts of his body, everyone who is a part of his family, to be whole. And he wants all of us to be wholly committed to serving and glorifying him. Strongholds come in many forms. We know that, and they're everywhere. Strongholds come, bad habits, faulty belief systems, things that make it difficult to access, who we are really meant to be in Christ. Strongholds make it hard. So many Christians have strongholds in their lives that keep them from serving and glorifying God in power. That keep them from serving and glorifying God in power. Sometimes the strongholds have been there so long in a person's life that they don't even see them anymore. And sometimes those strongholds are there, but we recognize it, but we don't know what to do about those strongholds. We have no clue what to do about them. Sometimes our pride, our pride gets in the way and it blocks us from getting the help that we need to break free. So we must continually examine ourselves. And if pride is in our way, then pride is in the way of freedom. Amen. And our Lord sets us free. Thank you, Lord. That means that pride in our own lives has become a stronghold. And as believers, we can see it and we can refuse to let pride keep us from acknowledging the messes inside of us. A lot of us have messes in there. We just don't want to acknowledge them. Don't let pride keep you from doing that if that's you. Put pride aside. Come to him and be set free because he's the only one who can make it happen. Believe what we read. In John 14, 12 through 14, believe Jesus Amen. because his word is truth. He is and believe him for all that he is and for all that he has done and he continues to do. He will continue to do that work in you, but he's asking you to trust him, to believe him. He walked this earth so perfectly, we know that that he could say that in seeing him, we can see the Father. None of us are gonna be able to walk that walk like he did, but that is our aim. We want to be able to walk and show others who he is by the kind of life we are seeking to live, empowered by the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit who does it through us, but every day we need to seek him Every day, we need to spend our day serving him. He expects us, all of us who follow him, all who walk in the way to speak his truth and to live our lives carrying on his work. Isn't that what he told us to do? We're to carry on his work. The Holy Spirit is with us, and the Holy Spirit is in us, bringing us into the knowledge of our God so that we can ask, According to his desires, when he says to ask anything in my name, ask according to his desires with the right motives. That's what he's saying. Look at the context of how he said this to to followers. This isn't just ask anything. Ask according to his desires, because he will show you every day his desires. And with the right motives. We can ask the Father in Jesus' name to use us in the lives of others. That's really what it's all about. To show us how to pray, not just for ourselves, but for others. We can ask with confidence for all he accomplished at the cross to be fulfilled in our personal walk with him everything he accomplished at that cross. We have Easter coming up here pretty soon. Resurrection Sunday is just around the corner. He saves and he provides for all of our needs, and he did it all at the cross. Every one of our needs. Through that blood he shed, you've been set free. You've been cleansed. When the Holy Spirit empowers us, Jesus is glorified Can you say amen to that Jesus is glorified when the Holy Spirit empowers us because the Holy Spirit of God is always pointing to Jesus into the father when Jesus is glorified our father in heaven is glorified in the name of our holy God will not be put to shame amen so are you a Christian? I know who what people sitting here in this room are. Then be empowered. Then be empowered. Be fully equipped in your walk as you show your love for God to one another and to everyone who you encounter. Be empowered. Be equipped. Show that love. Love has to walk in obedience. Love has to walk in obedience. Love yields to the will of Jesus. Love desires to please the object of its affection. That's love of all kinds. Love desires to please the object of its affection. We must ask ourselves, is God? I started this with this kind of a thought is god the object of my affection such love of god's not very popular in today's world right a love that encourages us to put ourselves aside and love others beyond what what we would normally do it's not popular it's not popular to encourage others to love to love beyond themselves to love others above themselves but the Holy Spirit is always there to show us and to direct the believer to the truth. And Jesus says in the truth that we are to be his witnesses, that we are to show forth his love, that if we really love him, we will love one another and we will do what he's asking us to do. In fact, the Holy Spirit is called the very spirit of truth. If we truly love God, we desire to spend time in his presence, we desire to please him, and we desire to speak his word. We will speak his word. We won't compromise his word, but what we do, we'll do in love. We'll do with compassion for those who don't get it. If you don't have compassion, Check yourself. Compassion has to happen. People will know in a a second if you are just being judgmental and you have no compassion. Jesus had such compassion. And we're going to walk like him because the Holy Spirit's going to let us do that and show us how to do it. We're not going to pick and choose what we believe or what pleases us. That's what the world wants to do, that's what opinions say. Pick and choose what you want to believe pick and choose the kind of whether you want to be a male or a female that's what's going on out there we're not going to pick and choose we're going to listen to the word of God we're going to hear his voice and we're going to even if we don't like it even if we don't like it even if it's not what we personally want to do we're going to walk in it we're going to declare it is the truth truth. because he is the truth and he said it So now we've come full circle. Do you trust what you know? That's how I started this. He says, I am. Jesus says, I am, which is the great name of God. I am. In John 10, Jesus declared, I and the Father are one. And in John 14, we read, that if you've seen the, Jesus, you've seen the Father. He stated emphatically, I am the way, the truth, the life. He is the victor over every ploy of Satan, even death. Jesus is the life giver. He says in John ten ten, the thief comes. I don't think it went. Oh, something happened. We'll stay there, I guess. Unless there's two. Let me see. Nope, missing them. Sorry. We'll go back one. Like I said, he's a life giver, giver, and in John 1010, I had that scripture, but it's not there. The thief does not come except to steal. We know this scripture. He doesn't come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Jesus said, I have come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. Amen. Do we believe him? Yes. Do we believe him for that? Yes. When you get along with God. When you get alone with God, examine yourself. Get serious with him. Do I believe him? Ask yourself that. Do I believe all of these things he says about himself? It's time to put away our traditions. It's time to put away ideas, opinions, wishful thinking about who our God is. It's time to declare boldly that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. It's time to speak defeat over all our enemies in Jesus's name. And I'm not talking about people. There are spiritual battles to be fought And we have been called to be a part of that army, fighting those spiritual battles. If you've allowed strongholds to remain in your life, if we allow strongholds to remain in our lives, it's time to conquer them in Jesus. If Satan has us bound up in addictions, it's time to be released in Jesus. If any sickness is keeping us from walking in the freedom of Jesus and declaring that he's love and declaring his glory, it's time to renounce it and thank God that nothing, nothing, nothing will keep us from speaking the name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, what will happen? Every knee will bow. I believe his word. The word speaks forth from God Almighty, and every knee will bow. I believe that. Every knee, every knee will bow. And we also bow the knee to our King. And we ask in your name, Amen. Amen. the name of Jesus, the name above every name, that these things that we are requesting of you be done in our lives, We ask, Lord, that you let physical, emotional, and mental healing be ours. Let it come, Lord God, to us. Breathe on us, Holy Spirit of the living God. Breathe on us, Holy Spirit, the only true God. Renew, renew and refresh us. Refresh your people, Lord, now, And every day, daily, renew us. Refresh us, Lord. That's our prayer. We need you. We need him. Cry out to him. Cry out to him and ask him to help you draw closer to him each and every day. Ask him to allow you to lose yourself in him to lose yourself in who he is, that you get so close to him that you don't even care what people will think about you. You don't even care about all of the worries around you because you trust him so much. You know he's gonna provide the way, the perfect way for you. Let's get that close to him. Always listening, alert, alert, that we might hear his voice. We're not gonna sleep anymore. We wanna be alert because we know and we trust him and we know that he's gonna show us. And we wanna be ready. We wanna be ready for whatever he's asking of us each moment. We wanna be ready. I wanna be ready. We wanna be ready. Give yourself to him. We have gotta give ourselves wholly to him. And sometimes we hold back, all of us do. If anyone can sit here and say they never hold back, I would question that. He doesn't want us holding back. We know the days are short. So let's make sure that we're focused on him. And the best way to do that is first thing in the morning when you wake up, ask him when you fall asleep tonight, Lord, in the morning, let you be my first thought. Let your name be the first in my mind and on my lips as I wake up. That's how you start your day. Every day. And let him lead you. Ask him to do so through the power of the Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you and we ask you to number our days according to your will that we might walk each and every one of them showing who you are